Hello, everybody. It's Danielle Laporte. This is my podcast called With Love. Danielle, few things to know in advance. I am recording this in my backyard studio. Today, you're going to hear the sounds of my neighborhood in East Vancouver because that's life. I do not currently take sponsorship for my podcast, although I reserve the right to do that in the future when I am in values alignment with somebody who wants to give me big bucks that I can then hopefully peel off most of that and give it to charity. But I will pop in once in a while and talk about stuff that I'm making to elevate the planet. And typically I would tell you this is an adult conversation, but I don't think I'm going to swear much in this one. So if there's little people around, actually, let's see. I'm going to give myself a challenge right now. Let's see if I can make it through this whole podcast without dropping an F-bomb because it feels like the right thing to do today. Today is a conversation about speaking from your higher self to another person's higher self when you are, for some reason, not able to do voice to voice, to put into words and give to another person an encapsulation of how you feel, of what you are longing for and needing. It's just not working out with them. So you need to take it up a notch and and come from an elevated place. I was inspired to explore this topic because a friend of mine posted on her private Instagram circle. So you know, on Instagram, you can just like set a little division up that just your close friends and family see. And she was on a family vacation, went back to her homeland. And I don't know if any of you can relate, but she was having difficulties with one of her parents and wasn't able to say what she needed to say. And when she posted about this, my response in just a few characters was, why don't you try having a conversation with your mother's higher self? In situations with someone where there's historically a lot of tension, we don't see eye to eye on much, sometimes this is the way to go. All right, so let's start with the low, the stuck, the density, the hard human stuff, and then we'll move to the elevated, expanded stuff. So there are occasions, legit reasons, that you cannot say what you want to say. First of all, you just might be stuck. Repressed feelings... You do not have the courage or the bravery in that moment to speak your truth. Sometimes there are occasions where you need to take a deep breath and you need to expand and reach deeply into yourself. And even though your voice is shaking and your palms are sweaty, you speak your truth and it can change your life. And sometimes it's about respecting what your body and your spirit are telling you, which is you are not ready to speak. Honor that. It's a form, actually honoring those moments when you're not fully ready is a way of building strength for yourself to become ready to speak the truth. And eventually, sometimes it just gets so painful, you're just going to have to blurt things out. But I just want to make note that speaking one's truth isn't always about pushing through. Sometimes it's okay to just not feel ready. So that is an occasion Do not use your mouth to communicate things to other people. Another occasion to legit not speak. Your body knows that it is just not yet the right time 
the body knows before the mind knows because I, I've had some arguments over this. Some people will say, actually, it's the brain that knows first and then it sends the signals to the bodies. No, feelings come before thoughts. Feelings inform thoughts. A tiger crosses your path, you're going to have a feeling response. That signal will send something to your brain, which turns into a thought that says, run, stop, <laughs> pray, pray before you die, right? So feelings first and then thoughts. So your body will know when it's the right time to speak and when it isn't. Another legit time to not speak. Your wisdom is informing you that you actually are just too much or you're going in a direction that's too intimate or or you're too bright in terms that like your light is potentially blinding for someone. There's there's many times you're going to meet somebody, be with somebody in your life where they can't accept your love, that your frequency, your fluidity, your generosity, your sweetness, your seeing them is actually threatening. Your joy is too much. Joy is very disruptive to someone who is finding a great deal of safety in the routine of their misery. And sometimes when we show up as these bright, loving, generous souls that just want to give and be generous and love on everybody, we can get this pushback. And I think that's the reason why. That is a literal mismatch of frequency. And when that happens, the pushback for the lover, and by lover, I mean the, the loving person, can just be painful. Although I also would think that, see, I'm, I'm checking my own theory here. When I am generous with my love, and by love, I mean capital L-O-V-E. I'm coming from a pure place. I'm not seeking to get love in return. When I'm just beaming my loving presence on somebody, if they can't meet me and respond, I'm actually not that hurt or offended because I've been in myself. I showed up fully. Howevs, human, and oftentimes I love with the expectation of being loved in return. Or there's times where on behalf of myself and my wounds and my needs and my pleasure and my greatness, I will request to be met, loved, seen, heard, felt in a certain way. And when that's not met, that's just a bummer. All this to say, there is a time when your innate wisdom will be telling you you are too much. This is not a time to blast the person in front of you with your love, your opinion, and the luminosity of your voice. Just keep it shut. And then there are those times that feel more emotionally threatening, where we're afraid of annihilation, invalidation. We are concerned that what we say is going to create even more fracture and disconnection from somebody. We're going to feel greater distance because of how we show up. You know, these are the occasions where, to use a biblical phrase, you don't want to throw your pearls before swine. Actually, there's a more positive <laughs> phrase for that because we don't really want to be regarding other people as swine. Uh, nothing against pigs. I love pigs. I don't eat them for that reason. It's about not throwing your seed on barren land, basically, 
It's about self-protection and self-preservation. Legit time to not say what it is that you need to say human to human. I have a solution for this. Enter the higher self. The higher self is a term that shows up in multiple belief systems. It's in Buddhism, it's in Islam, it's in Hinduism. If you've been hanging in the New Age space, which you have been because you're here, higher self is just de rigueur. It's everywhere. Madame Bavlatsky, she was badass. I mean, she's a great example of a female mystic who has not gotten enough props. She, she lifted up the Theosophical Society. Blavatsky referred to the higher self as Atma. Atma is a Hindu term for life force. It is the stuff of creation. And Blavatsky approached the higher self as the Atma that was the inseparable ray of the universe and oneself. I love that, the inseparable ray of the universe and oneself. This is how I envision my higher self a lot of the times. Lift up your arms right now, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery or holding a child. You lift them straight up and then you angle them out. It's as if you're saying, hello, cosmos. And I imagine a beam of light that begins in my heart center and expands like this unfolding ray, light-seeking ray, and up, 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 expand, expand, expand. That is the, the shape of, the embodiment of my higher self. I am extending my love into the universe. My reach is opening to the light of God. And as it comes down, as it gets closer to my human embodiment, that is where God meets the human me. And in between that is my higher self. It's the bridge to life itself. I mean, the Christians also spoke to the higher self. It's a little trickier as the Christians love to make things just a little more punishing and complicated. I, I have the right to say this because I'm a recovered Catholic and a devout lover of Christ consciousness, but the Christian interpretation was that all humans contain a fragment of the Holy Spirit, and that fragment ties them to their higher self. I find that a little complicated. I like my vision more of just extending myself to God, God pouring down, meeting me halfway, et voila, higher self. Oh, hey, I just want to slide in for a minute, change the subject and turn it towards saving the world through clean drinking water. Rather than taking advertising dollars for this podcast, I'm just going to take a minute to tell you about Charity Water. It's one of my favorite nonprofit organizations. They have set out to provide clean drinking water for everyone in the world. How's that for a life-saving mission? If you head to charitywater.org, you can make a tax-deductible donation of any amount that goes towards building water wells that are accessible for people in the local community. And in addition to saving lives and deepening wellness in communities, it frees up time for women and girls who are often spending hours out of their day to walk miles to get clean drinking water. What do they do with that extra time? They go to school. They get educated. They get empowered. That's the power of Charity Water. 
head on over. Let me give you some more poetic riffing. And if you're open to it, maybe just breathe right now into your heart center and feel into this potential definition of higher self. Innate divinity within. Your pure essence. Formlessness, namelessness, omnipresent, omnipotent, all-seeing. Your 360-degree awareness through all continuum, all-knowing, beyond birth, beyond death. The divine spark, which gives you, all of us, the experience of life. Your higher self is life in human form. This divine spark is highly electrical in potency. So your higher self doesn't take a literal form. It, it, um, it's an extension of you. Its potency is being explored in the form of our human bodies. So imagine that your body is a drop of the potency of your soul. That the reason that you incarnate in human form is to play out the plan and the purpose of your higher self aligned with the will of God, of the universe, of the great spirit, of the divine father, the divine mother, however you want to refer to it. And that's why you come here in this body to embody that spark. So when we're in human incarnation, through potentially lifetimes of devotion, and cleansing and purification, we then make contact with the higher self. And this is why intense yogic practices are such service along the path. Yogic practices, whether it's breathing or sacred body movement or how you eat or how you show up in the world in service, how you give love through your eyes, how you speak from the heart, those yogic actions help you stabilize, help you bring down the frequency of your higher self. They help you embody the light in a very literal way. And that's how our human life becomes one that's filled with love, because love and light are like braided, woven frequencies. Yeah, this is why... This is why we practice. And when we're not in contact with that higher self, when we're not seeking it and doing the work to remove our pain, our blocks, our lies, our illusions, to bring that light down into ourselves, to embody that love, when we're not doing that, when we're allowing ourselves to be distracted by other pursuits, then highly likely that we're going to have more pain and more sorrow and more dis-ease of a physical and mental and emotional nature because we are disconnected, avoiding, neglecting the higher self. Just to state the obvious, the higher self is where it's at. I think we're probably all familiar with the idea that we are not our body. Our body is a manifestation of our soul. It's a vehicle 
to get things done on this planet. Where it's at is the higher self. So naturally, using your higher self to have a conversation with your mother's higher self (laughs) is really, really effective. Let me tell you how it works. Let me tell you what it's not to really set this up. Using your higher self as a vehicle of communication with other people when you're not going to actually speak to them in this dimension is not about psychic manipulation. It's not about getting your shit across to them. I just swore. See, I couldn't do it. I didn't drop an F-bomb. Okay. It's not about uh, just using another channel to say what you need to say that you can't really say to them in real life. Mm -mm. This is about going high and keeping it high for high purposes. I'll use myself as an example. A few months ago, I'm in a conversation with someone who historically I don't feel aligned with. I feel generally kind of ignored. And there's a lot of resentment in that relationship. I also deeply love this person and I want them to be in my life for a long time. It's a complex situation. So, you know, this is not the kind of person I'm not, I can't get into a conversation with them about how, you know, I feel like my very consciousness itself has to restrict and collapse in order to just get through dinner. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not the kind of dialogue we're going to be having. We're going to be talking about really basic life stuff, and that is pretty much how we're going to get through this relationship. And yet, and but, and and, I need to show up as my whole self, wherever I am at all times. That is my commitment to my heart. That is my commitment to life, to unfurl where I am. I need to be able to express myself. How am I going to do that with someone where I, there's a lot of constriction that is the result of our interpersonal dynamic? I'm going to speak to their higher self. So it went like this. As that person is talking to me about what of, I look at them and I say, quietly, inside, without moving my lips, from my heart, with very, very pure, loving intention. I see you. And I love you. And you know what I really see on this visit? I really see how much pain you're in. You're in so much pain, and I understand, and I wish you weren't in that pain. And my wish for you is that in this lifetime, that pain is dissolved and transformed into goodness. You're so good. You're so much fun. Thank you for having me in your life. Thank you for everything you've taught me. Thank you for the laughs. I love you. You're good. I think you are a child of the universe. You're talented. You're smart. You're beautiful. Really, I adore you. That's it. Never move my lips. (laughs) Here's the thing with higher self to higher self conversation. Highly efficient. So you can see what happens. When you communicate from that level, you're respecting the human reality of what's going on in the dynamic. You're staying safe in a really healthy way in some ways. And you are giving love. You are expressing truth. 
And my belief is that that action is felt on some level by another person. Love in the morphogenic field is always picked up by whoever is tapping into the morphogenic field, which is all of us. Every act of love in every form is felt. Every act of love is a seed that grows fruit when it is watered with attention. But it is all impactful. And this points to the fundamental nature of love, which is that love is always extending itself. Love is always coming from a place that is limitless, that is beyond gender and beyond time and beyond social structure and beyond your past. My God, love is so much bigger than the shit you've been through and the limitations of yesterday. Love doesn't take back, it gives. Love doesn't contract, it expands. And speaking higher self to higher self is a gesture, a divine gesture of choosing to expand. I do this all the time. Last week, I had a guy at the house, handyman, doing some work, and I, he was like so sweet and so earnest, and I just loved him so much in that moment. And if I would have told him, I'm really feeling our oneness right now, and I just really adore you, <laughs> even though you're meant to just help deal with the raccoon damage on my deck. And so I just went higher self to higher self. And just as he was telling me about how raccoons make their babies and where they poop and how to humanely get them off my property, I just telling him like, I love you. And I'm so glad you showed up in my life. And I really honor how you're serving nature today. Because <laughs> that would have been a little freaky to say with my mouth. I speak higher self to higher self when I don't want to embarrass someone or have them constrict, but I want to reach even higher to pour even more love on them. I was at a team retreat in the last couple months, and each of us, you know, in, in circle style, had to talk about what we were doing to contribute to the insanity of a company and the wisdom and the beauty and the nourishment of the business. And each time one of the women who's on my team spoke, I was, you know, so moved by what they had to say, but I was also having an adoring conversation from my higher self to them, just saying, I love you. I see you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so glad you were born. And for the most part, I did say that in words to all of them in different ways in that retreat, but you really want to just go for that like golden pulsation of adoration Higher self to higher self. It's the way to go. Little bit of extra love coming your way with reflection cards. Reflection cards are a set of really short but really deep, kind of like me, questions for you to go deeper into your heart and your own wisdom. You don't have to journal. You could ask yourself while you're running to catch the bus or... You could journal. This could be part of your morning pages, just some depth to expand the day. You get the idea. I know you're wise. Questions, reflection, expansion. Go to daniellelaporte.com slash with love and everything podcast and reflection is right there waiting for you. Thanks. So there you have it. 
next time you want to go direct, but the situation isn't quite that, that open, that flexy, that ready for your love. Speak from your heart that extends like a light ray up to God that meets the higher self, the Atma, the very pulse of life itself. It will direct you to speak with love. It will direct your course. And keep it simple and keep it true. I love you. I wish we could connect because I love you so much. I see your pain. I hope you see how I love you. I'm grateful you were born. And who knows? It might be the best conversation you ever had. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word. You can find me here in a new episode every Thursday and every Sunday. With love.